Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, a.k.a. The Curious Girl. Now, just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. It's kind of like, okay, am I the town slut now? Do I have to wear this cloak of shame? How do I feel about this? Everybody just thinks you're, you know, just a big slut. (laughs) I mean, he literally said that to me. He jumps up and chases me. He knows he's crossed a line. He's like, oh, shit. And chases me down the street, gets on one knee and is begging me to forgive him. I was curious about this a lot in the beginning. I was curious about if I experiment sexually and I'm open to having different partners and partners that overlap essentially is that gross am i disgusting is there a slut police where are they i'd like to call them i'd like to talk to them actually and maybe i need to turn myself in because i'm in violation of being too slutty (laughs) i think i might be but i'm okay with it let's just make your goal to be the town slut I will be the town slut. Actually, I will be the mayor of Slutville, and you guys can all be my citizens. Come and be my citizens. I would love that. You're not a bad person if you're sex positive, if you want to explore, if you want to have more than one partner, if you don't want to follow these old dying social norms that we've been putting up with this whole time. It's okay. Just go for it and have a good time. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I am Layla. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to talk about it. This episode is going to be fun. We're just talking about being a slut. <laughs> Let me start there, okay? But before I do, I want to remind you guys, did you guys get a chance to listen to episode 347? That was on Saturday. And that was what you should know about STDs. Guys, I am going to be kind of harping on this for the next few months because I think everybody should get tested. And not if you have more than one partner, you should be testing at least twice a year is my recommendation. But if you're a little more slutty like me, since I'm going to be throwing that word around a lot on this episode, 
I think you need to get tested more often. But I just want to share with everybody that I did. I went and got tested because I'm going to be beating this drum, like I said. I think it's super important. It's something that I have sort of shied away from talking about STDs and getting tested and all that. And I don't know why. And fuck it. I'm not going to do that anymore. It's ridiculous. I'm a grown up. I got my big girl panties on. If I'm slutty enough to go out there and fuck people that I don't know that well, and also people that I do know well, I want everybody to be safe. I want me to be safe. And I don't want to be passing around anything that <laughs> nobody wants to be the recipient of. And I just think, you know, if we're all, we're all adults, and if we're going to have sex, we should be able to talk about this stuff. So I'm happy to announce that my test came back negative. Everything's normal. I won't be passing anything to anybody. That's a great feeling. I did get tested for a specific reason because I've got, well, you'll find out on the next Tuesday's episode. I have a hot, hot, hot story coming out. Oh my God. I can't wait to share it. So excited. This is just like, it's very, I'll tell you something right now, guys, as I'm sitting here recording this and I know what I've already done, it's very hard to put this episode out first because what I want to do is, is, is share that story that's coming next Tuesday, but you're just going to have to wait. See how I do that? Isn't that awful? But anyway, guys, I really, really would love it if you guys would get tested with me, which I did. Like I said, everything's clear and great, and I felt fantastic about that. There is an offer from Shameless Care, and that was the guest that was on that Saturday episode. That was on Saturday the 7th, episode 347. I I'm going to do something I haven't done before. I'm because again, this I just feel that this is so important and I want people to get tested and I want everybody to just be okay with it and not have it be a weird funky thing because it isn't. It's just part of your healthcare. And so because of that, I'm going to be getting tested a lot more often this year. I will be announcing my results on the show. So I'm not going to be holding anything back. You know me, I love to just share, share, share. I'm an overshare. But if you go and if you guys take advantage of the offer from Shameless Care and get tested or buy anything from Shameless Care, just send me a screenshot with a proof of purchase and I will give you a free trial to the private podcast. Yes, that's true. A free trial of the private podcast. And let me tell you, you guys are going to want to get that trial. <laughs> the private podcast has just been I have been on fire over there, steaming it up, spicy stuff, outtakes from, well, my sexual escapades, and I've been putting up pictures of me as the art for each episode, the, I guess, episode art. So it's just been a lot of fun. And I, I'm going to share something with you because someone called in, left me a voicemail, and they were commenting on the private podcast. And I think this person says it so well. So I'm going to let you listen to what he has to say. This is from B. Hi, Layla. This is B. I wanted to thank you for making this recording available to your audience. I've listened to you for years. I've truly enjoyed your listening to you and the stories that you shared with us. But things have changed. When you first started your podcast, I found it very exciting, very enlightening. I really enjoyed listening to your, oh, your adventures, your bucket list, your attempts to find yourself uh, in a sexual world. 
Lately, you've had some really interesting interviews, but I found your voice probably one of the most uh, interesting parts of those interviews. This recording, this private podcast, listening to you in the bedroom, even seeing a little glimpse of your body, this has taken me right back to where you started your podcast. This is so exciting, so interesting. I just find communication to be such a hot part of the bedroom or wherever you're having uh, some sort of playtime. And I really appreciate you sharing it with us. Um, it reminds me that uh, we can't forget there are sight, sounds, all sorts of uh, interactions that make our experiences different with different people and incredibly exciting. Anyway, just want to say thanks again. I hope you uh, share more of these in the future. Have a great day. Happy New Year. Okay, B. Thank you so much for that. You hit the nail on the head. I'm just telling you, this is the private podcast really, it's like, it is like listening to me back in the beginning, in the old, old days, <laughs> back, back when I wasn't such a big old slut. <laughs> I'm going to keep using that word. Like I said, I'm just going to be called, I'm just calling myself a slut, even though I don't really feel that way. We're going to get into that in a second, but I have been just, loving the private podcast because I feel like I I don't have to worry about the censorship. I can be way more graphic, way more spicy. I will post little audio outtakes from actual encounters with people, our post-mortems. After we fucked, we sit there and discuss what just happened, talk about our session. That's on recordings. It's just a lot of fun. So it's, guys, if you want to go deeper and you want more, trust me, B knows, B knows, he said it best. That's where the, just that, that part of me that's still excited and giddy and playful about all of my sex stuff. I get to just go a couple layers deeper than I can actually do on this podcast because, you know, of my fear of censorship. So if you want to partake in that, please head over there. You will not be sorry. You will love it. And like I said, if you want to, get get a purchase something from shameless care and get tested i'll be super proud of you and they also have ed medication send me a screen grab of your proof of purchase from their website and i will give you i'll send you a coupon for a free trial of the private podcast so all you do is just email me just send a quick email and say just put uh, proof of purchase in the subject line Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I hope you're enjoying this episode. I'm so sad it has to end. 
Are you craving more content with me? Don't worry, I've got you covered. Go even deeper with me on my private podcast. You get four additional episodes a month published every Friday, revealing outtakes from my super private personal audio journal, things said after the show, but when I'm still recording, the inside scoop on who's been naughty and who's been naughtier, bombshells I've kept to myself this whole entire time, things I can only talk about with a more intimate group of listeners, and additional surprise bonus content so hot it makes even me blush. So when you finish this episode and you're still craving more, please allow me to satiate you. Just head over to thecuriousgirldiaries.com and click on exclusive or click on the link in the show notes. All right, on with the show. And screenshot it and I will send you a coupon and then you can uh, jump into the private podcast and Check out all of that spicy salaciousness. All right. So I wanted to talk today about being a slut or a slut, uh, easy, cheap, she gets around. All of this stuff that we kind of have, I think, I mean, I'm, I'm using these terms, you know, they're, they're mostly put on women. I mean, guys can be sluts too, but I feel like women really absorb this and take this on. And I, obviously being a woman, had to kind of wrestle with this. It's kind of like, okay, am I the town slut now? Like, is this my, you know, do I have to wear this cloak of shame? How do I feel about this? I think that, let me actually, let me start with a story because when I was younger, I had this boss and he was not unlike a lot of bosses. When I was younger, you know, this was before Me Too hit and I've been me too'd up the fucking vagina like nobody's business. <laughs> I mean, it's why I, I know this is such a sensitive subject and I'm not making light of it for anybody. But I when I talk about it, my experience with the me too being me too'd and these dingling guys that tried to take advantage and put you in weird positions, they just pissed me off and they just made me more determined. So it didn't have the effect that I think other people suffer under different circumstances. So I want to say that. So that's why when I talk about this stuff, I'm a little more feisty and maybe a little joking around about it. But there's, uh, I had this one boss and he set his sights on me. He was the president of the company. It was my first ever, I was a receptionist while I was working in college and he just, I don't know. He had a crush on me. And so he put me in the, he moved, he would listen to me as the receptionist, you know, and I was very good with people and just the way I was problem solving. And I, I guess, you know, he liked that. And I'm sure the fact that I was young, tall and easy on the eyes didn't hurt back then. Right. And he moved me into the he created this position for me, no joke. He created the sales training program. <laughs> he moved me into the sales training program. And he's like, you know, he would, he never would say, he would never say my first name. It was always my whole, my first and last name. And that was my, that would be my, that was my name. It wasn't just like, if your name is Bob Jones, it's like, you know, he would, he, I could hear him calling me from down the hall, you know, he go, Bob Jones, you know, like that, like, where's Bob Jones? Or if he was looking for me, I could always hear him asking people, where's Bob Jones? Where's Bob Jones? And obviously my name is not Bob Jones, just using that as an example. But so he developed this crush on me and 
you know, would just all the classic stuff, you know, would like put his hand on my knee, like rub my knee, just do this funky shit. And then when I was in the training program, then I started traveling right with him to trade shows and on sales calls and we'd be flying out of town and overnight. So he kind of used this to isolate, isolate me. But while he's doing this, guys, I am building up my mad skills, my mad sales skills and just killing it, you know? And I was like, oh my God, it really was a good fit for me. He, I have to give him credit. He did see that in me. He saw like, oh, you know, she's, she could be a good sales rep. And I was a damn good sales rep, despite him actually. But so long story short, I mean, he starts, you know, grooming me, getting me alone, trying to, then we'd be on trips where all of a sudden we'd show up and there'd only be one room and not two, two hotel rooms. And I'm like, you know, I'm looking at him and he, he would blame it on his secretary. And his secretary hated me because she knew he had a crush on me. And I'm like, don't fucking pull this shit. Like, I'm trying to be, I, I don't want this woman hating me. No, like, what are you doing? So she made the reservations and then, you know, he would cancel one of them, obviously trying to get us in the same room. I mean, pull, you know, did all these kinds of shenanigans. And then at one point told me if I were sitting in his office just out of the blue, he starts talking to me about sexual harassment, brings up the subject, you know, like sort of in this roundabout way. And then he starts to tell me, it's like, it's about credibility. And you know, Bob Jones, it's about credibility. And, you know, so as an example, like if you were to say something against me. I mean, everybody around here knows I'm trustworthy and I'm blah, blah, blah. And I'm this, that like, basically he was saying nobody would believe me. And I'm thinking, why the fuck is he saying their shit? Right. And I just kept following him and letting him kind of giving him enough rope, letting him hang himself, letting him hang himself. And then one, finally one at one point, I'd had enough of it. And, you know, none of, by the way, all of this stuff that was going on, like all these stupid shenanigans, him trying to, you know, get me to be sleeping in the same room with him. Of course, I wouldn't do that. You know, I was like, fuck you. I'll go to a different hotel then. Well, fine. You know, we, there's another solution and it's not me staying in your room. And there was just a long litany of little, little shit like that. Go, driving by my house on the weekends, calling me at home just to see what I was doing. I mean, funky, funky shit. And I put up with all of it because I was, I just remember this is the kind of stuff that when I see an adversary, I get more determined. You know, I'm like, this guy thinks he's fucking using me. Guess what? I'm turning the tables on. I'm not going to let that happen. I'm going to get what I need out of this and then shut this motherfucker down. So <laughs> anyway, but the, the straw that broke the camel's back with him really was not the shenanigans. It was the one time when he said to me, that basically, again, you know, in trying to sort of groom me and make me think that I didn't have a voice in what he was doing, you know, he tried to tell me that we were out of town in a in, in New York and we were on a at a trade show. God, I fucking hate trade shows to this day. Like, I'm so grateful. Like, I'd never have to do that again in my life. Stand in a trade show booth. But anyway, we're out to dinner and everybody's up at the bar and it, it's me and a bunch of guys right? All the sales guys. And these are like old, you know, like death of a salesman type salesman. <laughs> Seriously, salty dogs, old school. They're up there and call him RC. <laughs> those are his, those are his initials, RC. And RC says to me, you know, he's just like, you know, you know, Bob Jones, nobody here really likes you. I mean, if it wasn't for me, I mean, they all think I should just fire you. You know, if it wasn't for me, you'd be 
shit canned or, you know, something like he was saying something along those lines. And, you know, I mean, everybody just thinks you're, you know, just a big slut. <laughs> I mean, he literally said that to me. <laughs> a slut. I'm a big, you know, and I'm just like, what? Like, I don't know. I have a boyfriend, you know, like I'm, I was monogamous. I had a boyfriend. We lived together and I'm just like, what is this guy fucking doing? And, and at that point I'd had enough. I stood up, said, I don't know who the fuck you think you're talking to, but you don't get to talk to me like that. Fuck you and fuck this job. I got up and marched my ass down the street. Now I was in New York. It was snowing. It was fucking cold. The look on that guy's face was just like, he couldn't believe it. He jumps up and chases me. He knows he's crossed a line. He's like, oh, shit, and chases me down the street, gets on one knee, and is begging me to forgive him. And I was just like, I stood there with my finger in his face, and he was short, too. (laughs) I stood there with my finger in his face, just giving him a what's for, you know, just telling him, like, don't you ever fucking hoot talk to me like that again. I just like, I think I even said, I need a, I deserve a raise, not this kind of treatment. You know, I mean, I just went on and on and on. And I was literally panicked. I'm thinking, holy shit, I'm in New York. I just got myself fired. I've got to get on a plane and go home. I have no money. <laughs> What's going to happen to me? Anyway, so that wasn't the first time he, he, insinuated I was a slut when he found out I I had a boyfriend, you know, because obviously I didn't talk to him about that kind of stuff. He got butthurt and then, you know, was leveraging, throwing out the slut card. And I'm just like, where is this guy getting this from? Like slut card. He doesn't know anything about me. He doesn't know anything about my, my sexual habits. Anyhow, the point of this long, funny little story is a, not the first time it happened, And in the workplace happened a lot when I was younger. And I, and fortunately I started working for myself very early on. And so I, I left all this stuff behind, but even back then that term slut and slut shaming and just like it never, it, you can throw that word around. It doesn't stick on me the way people want it to stick when they're using it in a derogatory way, loose, easy, all that kind of stuff. And you know, it's another reason why, hey, I'm not, I am more than happy with my body count, with what I do sexually. And I'm hoping to just help some people because I have, you know, I do get emails and I do get comments from people who, women, I will say women who are worried about this, who are worried about this labeling, who are worried about backlash. And I just think, you know what, if I can't stand up and say, I don't consider myself a slut. And I've had five new partners in the last 90 days. Yes, I have. Five. Do you believe it, guys? See, now, if you're not listening to the private podcast, you may have missed some of this stuff. But I do. I've had in the last 90 days, I was like, wow. I mean, I've had, let's see, I've had BB and I've had Adrian and I've had, oh, I see I'm forgetting everybody's nicknames. I'm wanting to call them by their real names. I've had Jack and Jill. And then I've had, oh, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> so do you see, that's a lot of fun names, huh? Now, I haven't talked, spoken about Jack and Jill yet, right? That's next Tuesday, guys. There's a, I just sort of let the cat out of the bag a little bit, but I'm not even going to, I'm moving right off that. You're going to have to listen to those details. That's going to be steamy next Tuesday. Okay, so that's five people. In the last 90 days. Is that slutty? I don't know. 
Is that worth getting tested for? Absolutely, because I want to make sure, even though we're all practicing safe sex, that we're doing the right thing and that there's no overlap and that everybody's protected and also everybody's well-informed, right? Because consent is so important when it comes to this stuff. So if you're, as a sidebar, guys, you know, if, if you lie to somebody about your sexual dynamic that you're about to have with them or that you have with them, if you're not being honest with them, whether it's about other partners, you know, you're, or what you may or may not have been exposed to, you are taking away their right to consent. And that to me is the biggest offense, not being a slut, not having a lot of partners. It's that the people you are going to share your body with if they want to know what the stakes are, if they want to know what your history is, if they want to practice safe sex, all this stuff, like don't take away their right to consent properly to what you're about to engage in. And that's why being honest with your partner or partners is just so important. I cannot stress that enough. But so you got I've been accused of being a slut when I wasn't a slut. I've got five new partners in the last 90 days. Does that make me slutty? Maybe. I don't know. I don't think so. I'm just putting it out there. The only time I like being called a slut, well, I do like being called a slut. (laughs) I love being called a slut in the bedroom. I love being called someone's dirty little slut, a dirty little whore, tramp, whatever. Like, yes. To me, that's like... I love that kind of role play. I love being somebody's, not just a slut, but somebody's slut. And when you have that like written on your body, that's exciting. Like when you like have those words like slut and cunt and cum dumpster and just all this stuff that like you would think would be derogatory. Now you're saying that outside of the bedroom about somebody or behind their back. Oh, she's a slut. She's a cum dumpster. She's a dirty whore. She's Like, that's not flattering, or it shouldn't be flattering, right? That doesn't bother me. That's just somebody's perception. I feel amazing, actually, about the sex that I have, the adventures that I have, all the orgasms that I have, the fun, the friendships. It's not just the stuff that I'm doing outside or in the bedroom, but also the bonds I'm forming with with these partners outside of the bedroom. Are polyamorous people slots? They're freewheeling it. Whatever their dynamic is, however that arrangement goes, are there could be five people in one relationship in a polyamorous group. And I, I might be using the words wrong or might have the wrong terminology, but some people, they're not thruples, they're quadruples. There's there can be five people that are all involved in a in a relationship and they all sleep with each other. And maybe they're sleeping with people outside of those five. Is are those people sluts? Can the guys be sluts? Or is it just the women? I don't know. I'm asking these questions because I'll tell you, I was curious about this a lot in the beginning. I was curious about if I experiment sexually and I'm open to having different partners and partners that overlap, essentially, is that gross? Am I disgusting? Is this a bad thing? I don't feel bad at all. I go with my gut. It's how does this make me feel? Do I feel bad? Am I doing anything wrong? Am I not being honest with my partners? Am I not getting 
checked for STDs so that I'm unaware and somewhat ignorant of what I may be bringing to them? Am I doing the best that I can to protect my health and my potential partner's health or current partner's health? And if I am, then great. Then it's like, what's wrong with that? Why should I be slutty? And who makes up these rules? Is there a slut police? Where are they? I'd like to call them. I'd like to talk to them, actually. And maybe I need to turn myself in because I'm in violation of being too slutty. (laughs) I think I might be, but I'm okay with it. Like, I'm so happy with being this way. I really am. And I hope that this year, everybody does two things. They, number one, now I'm going to say, how about three? Okay, guys, I hope this year everybody does. Oh, shoot. Now my list is growing. It's just growing in my head. Okay. No, I'll say five things. I guess five, four or five. I hope everybody makes a sex bucket list and does something, at least one thing, put at least one thing on that list. If you don't know what to put on that list, super easy, you guys. You can go to my Curious Girl Diaries website, curiousgirldiaries.com, and I have a sex bucket list tutorial. It's free. Just go ahead, take it. It takes you about 45 minutes. You're going to have lots of good ideas. There's no way you cannot have at least one idea. You're probably going to have five to 10, but at least one. So come up with something new you want to try sexually and don't make it something tiny. Make it something good, substantial. Number two, just go for it. Practice. You know, if you think it's slutty, do it. If you think it might be a little like, oh, I don't know if it's out of your comfort zone, do that. And then the next thing is, if you're doing this with multiple partners, get tested. And you're going to need to get tested as you get out there anyway, because a lot of times people will ask. In the casual sex, in the world of casual sex, people want to know. And if they're not asking, ooh, I don't know, maybe that's a red flag. Maybe you need to think of it that way. People that aren't getting tested, if they're not keeping track of that stuff, what they don't know can hurt you. So maybe you want to like get everybody in agreement, like, hey, let's all get, let's get tested before we do this. Get tested, guys. Do your sex bucket list, be slutty, get tested, and then join the private podcast. And if you buy something over at Shameless Care, you can do it for free. It's even better. So that's my wish for you guys is basically that you just, to sum it up, I guess, is that we just, let's all turn loose our inner sluts this year. Let's just make your goal to be the town slut. I will be the town slut. Actually, I will be the mayor of Slutville. And you guys can all be my citizens. Come and be my citizens. I would love that. Just push your boundaries. Have fun. Really, all joking aside, guys, I really want to hopefully destigmatize. You know, that's that's the whole point of this podcast is to by putting myself out there, kind of being leading the charge as I do, telling, sharing my stories. letting you know how fun and exciting all this stuff is. And also, you know, sometimes what a hassle and (laughs) not so fun all this stuff is, but managing it and being smart about it. And also, you know, being okay with sometimes some people are going to judge this. People are going to have their opinions about it. I'm okay with that. I literally do not care if someone says, oh my God, this is so slutty. You're disgusting. fill in the blanks with any kind of negative, negative talk. Other people are going to do that, but you don't need to be doing it to yourself. So if there's any, anything holding you back where you feel that you can't explore sexually because you're worried about the stigma or the judgment, just 
put your hand up in front of your face, put up your middle finger and just say, fuck that. (laughs) And go for it, guys, and have fun. Because you know what? I am having so much fun. And thank you guys for listening. I love sharing this stuff with you. I love going out there, looking at the ceilings of hotel rooms. (laughs) All for you. Checking to see if everything's level, crowd molding. Sometimes I do. Usually, if I'm being fucked good, though, I don't. I'm not paying attention to the architecture of the room that I'm in. But if I'm not being fucked good, then that can tend to happen. But guys, you know me. I'm always actually pretty in the moment, enjoying what I'm doing, having fun with these partners, meeting great people. I've got friendships that have formed that are, that are you know, from the start of this, the people that I'm still good, good friends with. I mean, really, really awesome people. You're not a bad person if you're sex positive, if you want to explore, if you want to have more than one partner, if you don't want to follow these old dying social norms that we've been putting up with this whole time. It's okay. Just go for it and have a good time. All right, guys. Well, that about does it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope everybody stays happy and healthy and safe. And I just wish you guys the best, most exciting upcoming 2023. Don't forget to get tested. Jump on the private podcast and listen and stay tuned because next Tuesday, holy shit, you're going to love that episode. It's like, It's the episode I've been waiting to talk about for seven years. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend. And make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com, and join my subscribers-only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.